Welcome to the Good Life Podcast. My name is Ben Swicegood. I'm currently a real estate agent and breakthrough coach in Richmond, Virginia. However, in the early 2000s, I was living out of my car, feeling hopeless and struggling with addiction. What I learned and the years it took me to overcome those challenges stirred up a passion in me to help others overcome challenges and move forward. So thanks for stopping by and welcome to The Good Life. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to have with me here today, Ben. Ben is a real estate agent and a success coach in Richmond, VA. He loves talking to people and helping others find success. So let's give a warm welcome, Sam. Well, I'm so excited to have you on this podcast episode as it was just such a pleasure speaking with you previously on your podcast. And I know you're doing some great work and really impacting a lot of lives. And so I want to jump right in and asking you today for listeners, how did you find your purpose? Um, well, that's a long answer, but I'll try to keep it short. Probably would say I found my purpose through like making a lot of mistakes. I probably found it through failing at a lot of things that I tried until I finally realized what my calling, what my gifting, what my purpose was. And now as I look back, reflect back in previous years and early childhood growing up, I can kind of see a thread or a pattern, right? Of kind of how I ended up where I am today. But it was a learning process. It was a journey. It was making a lot of mistakes to where I finally figured out what I should be doing. Wonderful. So I know with the mistakes that you've experienced, it sounds as though you use those more so as stepping stones rather than stumbling blocks on your journey. And would you say that it's led to your passion? What exactly is your passion? Yeah, so... My passion definitely is helping people, coaching people, encouraging people, lifting people up. I came from a good upbringing, good childhood, good parents, but fell into drugs in my early teens and went down a really dark path, which led to incarcerations, felonies, and near-death experience, which kind of turned my life around and which led me to seek the Lord for the first time when I was 30 years old in a jail cell. Mm. Uh, That was the first time I got down and prayed and basically said, God, if you're real, I need your help. I've been trying my own ways for many, many years, and I keep failing. And so when I finally willingly opened up and asked the Lord to come into my life, he did in a big way and turned my life around and gave me a purpose to tell my story, to speak, to teach, to share. And now I'm having the opportunity to coach people in my brokerage here in the real estate office, but also people in my community as well to help them overcome challenges and figure out what's blocking you, what's stopping you from succeeding, um, what your goals are, and how to help you find success, however that looks for you. Wow, that's incredible, Ben. You know, your story you're mentioning, it seems as though it really has become that fuel to the fire and the passion that you have to help people overcome because you are talking and coaching through experience of having overcame. What did you do in terms of what steps did you take or how did you plan to end up going from where you were in that jail cell and experiencing what you were experiencing. Take us down that path to you planning now for the kind of life you want to live, that good life. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yes, thanks for the plug. Um, <laughs> so I would first off say that it definitely wasn't my plan. I had the opportunity to teach and speak, like I said, but also preach. I had many opportunities to go into jail cells, the jail cell I was actually in, and preach and give uh, messages every week. I had the opportunity to preach in churches and share my story. And if you would have ever mentioned anything like that when I was growing up, I would have, of course, said you're crazy. Like, There's no way that will ever happen. So to kind of go back to your question, it definitely wasn't anything I planned. And that's why I think it came out so good, because mm-hmm. I think it was God's plan. And I believe that he allowed me to go through a mess so that I could have a message, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so the message is a message of hope. Um, it's a message of faith. And it's a message of trusting in the Lord, because when everything else fails and you've tried everything on your own, you sometimes get to the point where you look up and say, God, what can I do? What should I do? You know, I need help. And that's when the real plan, um, the good plan comes along. And then if you just stick with that plan, I believe you can go really far in this life. Certainly. So you really stepped into God's plan for your life. And one of the things that's so interesting that we discuss a lot in the journaling journey. And I know you mentioned you incorporate some of those elements um, in your time and really being able to sift through what's going on internally. But it's also that idea that you are able to write down and then relinquish those plans. That's one of those things that's so important, you know, as a believer. And how did you really get to a place where you were able to see and really flesh out that idea that, you know what, his plans are greater than my plans and I'm going to relinquish it all to him. And what results did you see that bring? Yeah. So uh, surrender came to mind when you were speaking. I'm a planner. I'm a methodical thinker and I love to plan things and write things out and, you know, categorize things and compartmentalize things and, you know, have this great layout, but I've got it really worked on my heart over the years to not try to plan things so much, um, to walk in my purpose and walk in God's direction. So I would say when I came out of jail, I got involved in a ministry. I still had a plan because the courts allowed me to get out a little bit early and go into this ministry for like a six month kind of discipleship program. Mm. So my plan was after six months, I'm going to go back to my plan, right? Um, because that's what I always do. Well, I'd say it was about two months into the discipleship. I'm working at a church seven days a week. I'm living at the church, doing ministry, setting up chairs, cleaning bathrooms, whatever needed to be done around the church. Somewhere around two months, and I, I can't say it was a specific day or time, but God finally got to my heart, opened up my heart. I began to feel things I hadn't felt before. Emotions began to flow. I began to get emotional and tear up when I heard other people share their story on stage. Or when the worship would start, you know, something changed in me. And I was like, why am I tearing up? Why am I crying right now? You know, what is this feeling I'm feeling? Because for many years, I had numbed all those feelings with drugs. God opened up my heart. It had been hardened and numbed and covered up with a lot of crusty, yucky stuff. You know, Mm. he began to break open my heart. And I would accredit everything. I always say this um, to a particular verse. And I really think this is what was the major shift in my life was Romans 12 2 where it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind 
there was a day and a time, and it wasn't an exact day or time, but there was a time where finally looked at my life and said, I'm no longer that Ben anymore. I'm a new creation. And the Bible says that, but when I, when I really internalized it and, and really, it really hit me and I realized I'm not a drug addict anymore, like I had been for the last 16 years, I'm not a felon, I'm not an addict, I'm Ben Swicegood, and I'm now new and I now have a new life. There was a shift that like, it's unexplainable. I mean, mm. it's, it's hard to even articulate, but it just shifted something in my mind. And ever since then, that was 15 years ago. I've never gone, I haven't gone back to drugs. Wow. Since. That's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, something that could take men or people years to do, it takes God a millisecond to really bring about that change. You know, right. your beautiful testimony to that. That is awesome. So I want to, you've already pretty much answered some of this particular question, but you can elaborate if there are any other events or experiences that have shaped you into the person that you are today. Yeah. Like, kind of like I said, hearing other people's stories made me realize I'm, it's not just me and my heart really began to break for other people. And somewhere along that line, I began to have this passion for stories. I love to hear people's stories. I'm so into people's stories that that's why I watch like America's Got Talent, American <laughs> Idol and The Voice. Mm-hmm. The music's okay, but I love the stories. I love that package they show before they go up. Mm. I mean, I'm crying, you know, I'm sitting on the couch with my family and everybody else is just normal and I'm crying and I'm all emotional because I relate to people's stories and I really feel their pain, you know, and their passion for why they're doing it and what they went through and how they had to overcome to get to this point where they could be on this stage tonight and show their talent. It's so interesting to me. And so that birthed this passion in me to want to coach and talk to people and have a build relationships, but relationships that lead people in a positive direction, that lead people to God, that lead them to success. And that word success, I think people throw it around and it doesn't always mean a good thing. But to me, success is so much more than money. It's fulfillment, it's peace, it's purpose, it's the blessed life, it's the good life. You know, that to me is what success is. I've been working with some agents and helping them with mindset, helping them with their goals, helping them with their passion, their purpose, their big why. Mm. What do we need to get there? You know, how many calls do we need to make? How can we have a better conversation to get an appointment to close a deal? Awesome. You know, Ben, while you were talking, a word that did come to me was empathy and compassion like you because of the experiences that you have gone through and the lessons that life has taught you you're able to minister and reach people that some of us would never in a million years be able to reach because you have a level of depth and compassion for those people who have experienced those hardships and are wondering how can I overcome? I mean, will it ever get any better? And I just love your story and your message and the fact that you have turned the mess into a message, right? And so, you know, I want you to share some words of encouragement as a success coach, you know, taking someone along on that journey who I know God would have allowed them to tune in today to hear your message and to hear directly from your heart 
what would you say to them if they're in a place right now where they think, how am I going to get through this? How can I overcome and live the life that God is meant for me to live? Yeah, good question. So how I would say is first discovering what the message is. It's discovering what the purpose is, finding your strengths, your talents, your passions, where they cross can kind of help you with your purpose. And then realizing that you are enough. You know, a lot of people in this world just don't think they're worth what they are. They don't have the confidence. They don't think they have the gifts or the talents. And that could open up a big discussion, but it could be limiting beliefs. It could be their environment. It could be one thing their parent told them when they were five or six that stuck with them until they were 30 and 40. And they've never been able to achieve what God has for them because they think of themselves as what their mom or dad told them when they were younger, you know, mm. or their friends or their peers or their boss. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. So I find that a lot of people have limiting beliefs, which blocks you from experiencing all God has for you. And it's frustrating. It, it's a blessing and a curse, I guess, because I walk around this earth and I feel like I have a little bit of discernment where I can see the countenance of somebody. And I feel like I get a little bit of a read on them and I feel like something's missing in their life. And if I could just talk to them for a little bit and just deep dive with them a little bit and ask some tough questions and find out what's blocking them, I feel like if we could eliminate a few things, some beliefs, some sayings, some self-worth, some confidence, man, a whole new world could, could open up to them. I mean, when I was in my addiction and everything, my world was so narrow, right? Mm-hmm. It was, this is all there will ever be. I like drugs. This is my crowd. This is what I'm always going to be. I'm going to be a drug addict. But when I released that and started seeking God, I realized the world is not this small. Mm. It's actually really big. And I realized there's no ceiling on success and where you want to go in life. Literally, the sky is the limit. It's a cliche saying, Mm -hmm. but it's very true if you're walking in your purpose with God, not ahead of him, but with him, that there is no ceiling. You can be whatever you want to be. You can achieve great things, greater things you will do, Jesus said, than him. If you're seeking after the Lord and you're following his purpose and you eliminate the limiting beliefs and you get empowering beliefs, there's no stopping you. Really isn't. Wow, that's beautiful, Ben. You know, the discernment, what you just mentioned, the discernment and insight that you receive and that you are able to impart really makes all the difference, I'm sure, with even your clients operating in a space as a success coach. And knowing that we talk about therapy and that's so important, different aspects and different levels. But when you can minister to the whole man, realizing that we're also spiritual beings Mm -hmm. and there are different layers of which you need to peel away the issues and the things that are going on, you know, you're able to get that breakthrough. What you just mentioned in terms of the mindset, I do believe it begins there. How do you end up starting with that process of chipping away so that the mindset can shift from that limited, like you said, that narrow space that you were thinking to now an idea of abundance where there's no limit. I had a little analogy that I use from time to time. I haven't used it in a while, but you just made me remember it. And it was R-V-A-S, realize, visualize, analyze, and strategize. Hmm. So realizing where you are right now, you know, 
let's, let's just be honest. Where are you today? Visualize where you want to go in the future. Let's future cast. Let's like, if we had a magic wand, if there was no thing holding us back, no education, no money, what would you be doing? What would it look like? Where would you be? Who would be with you? Do you work? Do you not work? What time do you get up? What time do you go to bed? Like describe it in detail. Like I want to see it. I want to picture it with you. Let's go there. Right? That's exciting. And then let's analyze why we're not there. What has stopped you from getting there? And then let's strategize on what we need to do to get things out of the way that are preventing you from accomplishing that. I mean, it could be that simple. It can be a little deeper than that, but that's the gist of it. That's how I I would start the process. And that can open up a a world that nobody's ever really allowed themselves to think that they can achieve. You know, Mm -hmm. dreams are, Mm -hmm. I can't remember the saying, but a dream is something until it becomes a reality. I'm messing it up. But just because it's a dream doesn't mean it can't become your reality with the right tools and the right steps and the right person to help you unlock some things. Yes, yes. You know, one of, one of my favorite sayings that you know, I just love our conversations because I feel like we do feed off of each other in terms of remembering stuff that is a part of our message, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I always say is that if the mind can conceive it, you can achieve it. Especially yeah. if you, as a believer, you know that things are being dropped into your spirit for mm-hmm. a reason. And if you're in tuned, then there is a reason why this is showing forth, especially if you are covering and guarding your mind and you're taking time to have your, the voices be the right voices. It's going to bring out the best in you. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. So. Ben, I'm not going to have you give away all your secrets here because people need to take time out to talk with you one-on-one if they want to flesh through some things. But you have been tremendous in dropping some nuggets here today. And I want to give you the opportunity to share any last words that you would say will help people to live that radiant life that they love as a success coach. Thank you kind of hit on something when you said be tuned in right? Tuned into God, which is what we are. But if you're not a strong believer, if you don't have that relationship with God, then tune into yourself. What's going on? Be real and authentic with yourself because whether you believe it or not, God did create you with certain skills and talents and a purpose. And if you can tune into that, then you can go really far and have a blessed life. And then you said something about what you allow to come in. This world will really throw some negativity your direction. Life is not easy. I always say life is a journey and journeys have ups and downs and rocky roads and hills and turns. And you can might be upside down one day and the next day you're right side up, but you got to ride it through. You got to go through it, right? Nothing is easy. Nothing fulfilling and great in this life is easy. You got to be willing to put in the work and to go and explore on the journey. And just ride it out. If it's not good today, don't jump off the ride. Stay on the ride. Ride it out because one day you will have that good life if you continue on and just be consistent, be persistent. Don't quit. Don't give up. There are so many times where I could have thrown in a towel and we wouldn't be having this conversation today. Like really, seriously, you can't quit. You can't go back to the old way. You have to keep moving forward. Moving forward is the key in anything, 
mm-hmm. whether it's a workout routine, a diet, a business plan, like you have to keep making steps forward, even if they're really small steps, just every day make little steps. Because if you're standing still, you're actually going backwards because everything in this life moves forward. Yes, Ben, that's wonderful. So I want you to share where people can connect with you and, you know, be able to find you. So I am just getting our website going. So if you go there, it will probably just say great things to come. Mm-hmm. But it's bensweissgood.com. I just got to get all the content and all the stuff in there so it looks how it's supposed to look. But you can also find me on Facebook, Ben Good on Facebook. Well, I have a few pages on there. And the Good Life Podcast is another place. There's a lot of Good Life Podcasts. So if you type in Ben Good in Apple Podcasts, you probably will find it a lot easier. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to share your story. I know those who are going to be listening will be tremendously blessed by it. And I'm excited to continue being a part of your journey. Yes, me too. I look forward to speaking to you again. Thanks so much for having me on here. It was an honor and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. And I would really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. And if you know someone that could benefit from experiencing the good life, please share this episode and this podcast with them. Until next time, you'll have a great week.